tuned in to the Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconado.com. And now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconado. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. And I am super, super excited about our next guest. He is an evangelist. He's a man of God. He's going around the country. He just wrote an amazing book, which we are going to talk about. It's called Urgency, Heaven or Hell by Dr. Frank Shelton. Frank, welcome to the show, sir. Oh, brother, you're amazing. And uh, man, I'm, I'm just thrilled to be with your listeners. So thank you for making it happen. Well, thank you. And I know you've been going all around the country and uh, the Lord is just using you in a powerful way. What are you seeing out there? Well, I, I definitely see there's some fatigue, but I also see a lot of faith and they're fired up. So, you know, yes. I just hit you with three F's and, and grade school that was failing, but God is getting ready to, to do something powerful. And, you know, you said it in our prayer, Galatians 6, 9, let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season we'll reap if we faint not. And speaking of the word reap, it's also related to the word harvest. And I think yes. in these last dark days, the Lord is getting ready to switch the light switch on. And uh, I'm going to profess two things. He's either going to flip the table or we're going to see revival like we've never seen Come it happen. On. But either way, soon and very soon, you know, Schwarzenegger was not the first to say, I'll be back. Jesus <laughs> said it first. And uh, presidents do come and go, but I'm convinced the king is on his way. So, but now's not the time to let off the gas. We need the pedal to the metal. Jesus said, occupy till I come. He said, when I return, will I find faith? And I just want to tell your listeners, be encouraged. But, you know, you got to ask the question right now. Are you sitting on the couch in fear? Or are you standing mm. up and living by faith? And fear is false evidence appearing real. Fear honors the devil, but faith uh, is from God. And I just think more than ever, we need to be faithful and faith-filled. Amen. Hallelujah. I have to mention too, Dr. Shelton, uh, Frank Shelton, he says, just call him Frank, but I want to just give him that honor because he is a man of God, a man of integrity. He is friends with a dear friend of mine, Rodney Howard Brown, Pastor Rodney Howard hey, Brown. And uh, I'll tell you down there at, uh, you know, the River Church, they've been, you know, meeting consecutively. I can't even keep up how many days now. It's, it's over a year. And yeah. um, the Lord has been moving. I was just down there twice, uh, one for a conference and once for the uh, Reawaken America tour. Uh, but, you know, you're, you're saying you're seeing revival around the country. Give us some stories. What are you seeing out there, Frank? Well, you know, so there's two schools of thought. And, you know, unfortunately, respectfully, God gave me a word last year, Dr. Todd. If you didn't have a backbone in 2020, you probably wouldn't have a microphone in 21. Ooh, yeah, that's true. And, and and it seems like those with the biggest sanctuaries had the smallest spines. Can I get an amen? Yes, you can. And, and, and we're seeing, you know, MC Hammer was too legit to quit. Well, we're finding who's legit and bless their art who needs to quit. Um, the public service, I'll hit you with three Ps, whether they're pastors, politicians, or police, we're finding who's authentic. Are we going to stand for Christ and the Constitution, or have we already cowered and caved to communism? Will the real Christians stand up? Yes. And, um, you know, I, for four years, I lead a weekly Bible study to state senators and, and the state capitol. You know, the church has been good going after the poor, but we failed to minister after the prominent. 
Yes. And, you know, when, when pastors for too long have been saying, oh, we shouldn't be engaged in the public square or have a marketplace ministry or, you know, we shouldn't run for elected office. I'm going to take someone to school. Buckle up, put on your seatbelts because class is in session. The Apostle Paul. First nine out of 10 converts. Are you ready for this time? Yes, please. The first nine out of 10 converts that the Apostle Paul led to Christ, nine of them were public servants, and three of them were governors. Oh, wait a minute. So he, he was getting involved. There was not a separation of church and state is what no. you're saying. <laughs> and then number two, even Jesus said, you know, render to Caesars what's his, you know, you know, but at the same time, you know, whatever your hand finds to do, do it for God's glory. And we've made some great progress, like say, even in faith films and Hollywood, but you know, as a young kid, you know, I prayed for influence in New York, Los Angeles, and D.C. I was mm. born literally on Capitol Hill. I worked 20 years in politics. I volunteered wow. in four White Houses. But, you know, I asked Meadowlark Lemon with the Harlem Globetrotters one time. I said, Lark, why do you fly first class? It wasn't a trick question. He laughed. He said, rich people need Jesus, too. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's, he was going to shine a light, you know, up front. And, uh, and then he said, I never once got a book deal in the back of the plane by the lavatory. It was always mm. in first class. Mm. So I just think whatever we do, uh, we should live with excellence, do things first class. And so your question, what am I seeing? Um, I got one clergy set of friends who are listening to the CDC when they really need to tune an ear to JC. Yes. And, and they're like, well, now we're listening to the WHO. And I said, try again. No, you forgot who called you to preach. You know, we do need to honor government, but there was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I preached in the Bahamas one time with Dr. Tony Heavens. He preached that was Shadrach, Meshach, and a bad Negro. Can I get an amen? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, when you're, when you're African-American, you can say it, but I'm just yeah. preaching it true. But, but the fact is, you know, they honor the government up to a point. But when your government does no longer honor God, when it goes against the Bible, you know, even God trumps Trump. And that's regardless mm -hmm. of political party. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even Daniel was thrown in the lion's den. That's and, right. um, you know, so we got to ask ourselves, are we going to serve the Lord? Or are we going to follow Satan and society or self? And mm. so I've learned, and I believe you would say this, your ministry has went to a whole nother level. Yes. Jonathan Shuttlesworth's ministry went to an entire different level. Yeah. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, the first pastor in America to be arrested last yep. March yep. for selling crack, no, for serving Christ, That's for right. preaching the gospel, having church. And, you know, the irony is he was released the same day, but millions of clergy have been on house arrest ever since. Yes. And I told him to pastor's face. As a matter of fact, he wrote an endorsement to the book. And, and, I, and I mentioned him in four chapters in this book, Urgency. But I said, Pastor, I know for some it may have been embarrassing or scary, but your temporary incarceration freed a lot of us, including myself, because right. you made us be bold. Because, you know, even in the movie Frankenstein, when they created this monster, Frankenstein ended up turning on the ones that created them. Yes. And if you think you can just cater to a lie, uh, play by an, a devil's rules and think they'll be nice to you, it's not going to happen. That's right. And plus, we're going to stand. And I was told by a mentor, when you kneel before God, you can stand before any man. 
Come on. So I was one of the first last year to really, I, I reached out to the White House Deputy Chief of Staff and I said, anything with Gates or Dr. Fauci, this vaccine is not good. Mm. And I'm not embellishing this, Todd. The very next day, the president of the United States started suspending Fauci from being at all the White House press briefings. Wow. Within 48 hours, the president suspended $500 million mm. from WHO. That's right. And, and $250 million went to Samaritan's Purse and $250 million went to America's Pro, uh, Red uh, Cross. And one friend said, well, good night. You didn't even get a dime for a finder. <laughs> but the wild <laughs> thing is I'm not here to say Frank saved the Republic. I'm not even here to say 100% sure that the White House Deputy Chief of Staff even read what I said, but I do know this. A year ago in April, I was able to connect the dots. The Holy Spirit is the greatest detective. Yes. I know the train was coming off the track. And as yes. a Christian, if you see something, you got to say something. That's right. And we're not out to hurt anyone. Gates need God and Fauci needs forgiveness. Um, but two wrongs don't make a right. You know, a lot of people forget this. Bill Gates' father was at the helm of Planned Parenthood back in That's the right. day. That's right. Preach you it, know, man. Yeah, and, and the fact is he heard as a seven-year-old, he heard the word depopulation that was music to his ears. Yes. So April of last year, I was invited on a national conference call in Dallas, Texas, and I was asked to speak for 18 minutes. And I said, the only thing Bill Gates and Billy Graham have in common is their initials. Mm. You know, Bill Gates said in a TED Talk, quote, if we do the vaccines correctly, we can eliminate 10 to 15 percent. That's right. Uh, and I thought, okay, is the great philanthropist talking about reducing the debt? No, it was depopulation. And so I worked five years on staff with Billy Graham. I was the D.C., Maryland, Delaware coordinator for all of wow. DGA. Okay. I did 10 of Franklin Graham's 50-state tours. I was in charge of Dover and Annapolis. But here's the catch. Billy Graham's mandate was to populate heaven. Yes. And Bill Gates' own words was to depopulate the earth. Yes. And respectfully, the left looks at Bill Gates like the right revered Billy Graham. Yes. And in love, Bill Gates is no Billy Graham. That's right. Um, you know, and they're both, they need the Lord. Um, you know, Billy didn't get to heaven because he filled stadiums. And no matter how far we've missed the mark, I still believe the red blood of Jesus saves. And that's the whole premise of urgency. It's not to throw anyone under the bus. It's to get their name and the book of life. Mm. because good news is only good news if it arrives on time. I mean, if you order a Domino's pizza, it's two minutes late, you get a free pizza. But if your best friend dies without Jesus, the word of the day is hell is too long to be yes. wrong. Yes. Man, yes, you're, you're on fire, man. What you're saying is exactly true. Now, some of the things that you're talking about, uh, Frank, here, are, are things that you know, have been deemed, you know, conspiracy or whatnot. And I think it's high time the church understands where we're at. We need to talk about these things. We need, this is, conspiracy is a term that was coined to be a weaponized term so that people don't, you know, challenge the mainstream narrative. Well, correct. A lot and of people was, have been duped by this. Can you explain a little bit of that? Well, that's a great question. And, and the term conspiracy theorist are you ready for this and, and it was coined by the cia the yeah, Central exactly. Intelligence in 1967 and for those who don't know um my dad did graduate from the fbi academy so we're not just a bunch of clowns just sitting in somebody's basement and let's just right. hit them with this no this right. has come from 
discernment, detective, prayer, connecting the dots, and just the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. But this yes. is a fact. In 1967, the CIA coined the term conspiracy theorist because thinking conscientious citizens of our great country, America, did not believe what the government told them, how President John F. Kennedy was assassinated in 1963. That's right. That's right. Yes. So in 67, they began to sham, embarrass, to, you know, debunk, and, and a lot of people think the CIA hand in, had a hand in it. Let me also say this, that the, many Republicans also were outraged how the Democratic, youthful, charismatic president was shot in downtown Dallas. Sure, sure. So it's not just one camp that, oh, you know, you know, my dad protected eight United States presidents, four of which he didn't vote for. But my dad would have jumped as quick in a bullet for someone of the other party. Yes. And, you know, we're at a point now we've gone from my dad with character and, you know, integrity and thinking of others more than self to that's not my president. I didn't vote for him and I'm not going to go to the White House when we won the national championship. You know, right, Dr. Right. Martin Luther King said it best. You are called to be a thermostat, not a yes. thermometer, because a yes. thermostat, you can dictate the temperature of the room. Yes. The thermometer only tells you what the room temperature is. And when we callously cocky, he ain't my boy. That's not my president. That's not my cup of tea. I ain't going. If you're a born again Christian, I believe you just failed to resemble Jesus. When you really grasp right. you're the hands and feet of Christ, you know, your humility and your jokes and your personality can lighten up the room yeah. And unless we're going to get to dialogue with someone, we may be never able to change the conversation. And I just think more than ever, you can play it safe, wait for a stimulus check, slide into communism and live in fear, or you can stand up, speak out and watch God show up and show off, drop the mic. <laughs> That's right. That is a mic drop. L listen, man, and you know what's going on. You've been in D.C., you know about Solinsky, you know about the rules for radicals, you know about the co communist insurgency and the people that have been really installed in these positions of authority around the nation through dark money funding. Uh, a lot of people don't even mention these things. In fact, I saw Newt Gingrich, I think he was on a Fox News interview, and he mentioned George Soros, and they literally like got weird and that, you know, ended the segment. You can't even mention certain things, but yet this is reality. And if anybody does the investigation, they see what's going on. Uh, you know, th this this group of radicals that are now in office in, in various positions around the country, how dangerous is this, Dr. Shelton? What do you, what do you well, say about this? Well, yeah, so number one, there's a chapter in my book that I unpack called The Deep State or The Deep Sleep of the yes. Church, which is worse. Yes. And I mean, I live nine miles from Andrews Air Force Base, home of Air Force One. I was born on Capitol Hill. Um, I still live 15 minutes from Washington, D.C. on my street. Are you ready for this, Brother Todd? On yes, my please. street, people across the street retired both Department of State. Two doors down, husband works for CIA. The next door neighbor, Detective D.C. The guy at the end of my street does the hydraulics for Air Force One. The right. guy to the left, him and his wife, both IRS. The guy to the left is a captain in the Navy. I have alphabet soup on my street <laughs> uh, my dad graduated fbi he was the assistant chief of the united states capitol police you know right. and, and just hard-working people but here's the catch the reason i said deep state or deep sleep yes the deep state is real you know drain the swamp is not just a political uh rhetoric it, right. it's a fact we are drowning you know lincoln 
was right. We're not going to perish from without. We're going to perish from within. Right. And we got some counterfeits in the mix. There's too many people who are in government who got plus jobs, making six figures easy, making a million dollars on a 401k to find out they hate the red, white, and blue. Right. And, and this is atrocious. But see, the deep state, when the devil is driving the car, you can't expect God to be glorified. That's but true. God has the last word and the last say. What's really worse is the deep sleep of the church. Yeah. Can we been, talk about that? Can we talk? Yeah. Because you, know, you mentioned it earlier and it's like, you know, it's so true. There's these big, you know, mega churches and they're not all bad. There's, I know some amazing yeah. mega church pastors. So I don't want to paint Amen. them, though, you know, but, but right. there are a lot, though, a lot of them have said very little. I mean, if you would go into a service, I'll give an example today. Sometimes I'll tune into one of these services, right? I would not know the difference if it was 1991 or today because there is no urgency. They're not talking about anything. I mean, it's like unbelievable to me. And I think, oh, my gosh, like, you know, we need to do something. What can the church do? What, what do we need to do to get out of this slumber, Dr. Shelton? Hey, well, the first thing, the church today as a whole resembles Rip Van Winkle more than <laughs> the Redeemer himself. So upsetting. <laughs> 9,000 Baptist churches in America the year before the lockdown. 9,000 of 44,000 Southern Baptist churches did not baptize one person. Wow. 52 weeks, not one person was saved. We don't even live up to John the Baptist's name, much wow. less Jesus the Christ. And, you know, Jesus, the night at Gethsemane, he prayed three times, bleeding drops of blood. Lord, if you can remove this cup. And he went to his disciples, not once, not twice, three times. Can you stay awake with me this one hour? And in the lockdown, Todd, the Holy Spirit clearly said, if a day is a thousand years and is a thousand years as the day, I felt like the Lord almost with tears was saying to the world, particularly in America, can you stay awake and stand with me this one hour? That's and right. you know what? We've been asleep at the wheel. You'll like yes. this. God gave me this. Please. Um, and every porta potty in America or a lavatory on a train or plane, it will be a knob with two words. It will say occupied or vacant. And if it's occupied, it usually stinks to high heaven. Can I get an amen? Because <laughs> someone's in there taking care of business. But if yeah. it's vacant, it's empty. But the Lord said in the last days, what's good is called evil. And I believe yeah. we're in the last days. Yeah. What stinks to high heaven the past year was not the church that was occupied taking care of business. Because Jesus said, you know, don't forsake the assembling of That's yourselves. Right. You know, right. it's not stay home on Zoom and attend Bedside Baptist, and we're going to read from St. Mattresses. I mean, Matthew today. <laughs> you know, if Jesus could raise from the dead, we need to get out of our sleep. Yeah. But the Lord said what stinks to high heaven is the church that's been vacant. And that's when I said, if you didn't have a backbone, you didn't have a microphone. And if we have to wait for Gates, the government, or globalists to say you can go back to church, you're right. not going to please God in the bottom of the night. No, you are so right. And what you said, too, is so amazing. I mean, I've, I've seen this story repeated in several what I call the remnant pastors around the country. But exactly what you're saying. We did not put a dollar into marketing. I want everybody to understand that. Not one single dollar did we spend. Uh, and the podcast from last year on the radio show we see an, a spike. It is unbelievable. It's it, it's gone up. I mean, we've already surpassed. And I'm not saying this to boast. I'm, I'm bragging about what God's done from last year. You know, we had four million downloads. This year, we have yeah, over nice. six million. 
And the thing is this, it's, it's only halfway through the year. So it's going to be like, you know, 10 times where we were last year, but no, no marketing. What it is, is people are so hungry. They want to hear the truth and they're just Amen. so tired of people that are sitting there saying nothing while, while Rome is burning and the church, like you said, we're meant to occupy until he comes. We're meant to be activators. We're meant to go out there. Do not forsake the assembling together, the brethren. Lay hands on the sick and they will be healed. How can we do that if the churches are closed? And, you know, it seems, and I want to talk about urgency here in a minute, but it seems that we're headed towards another possible government encroachment, uh, possibly locking down again. Who knows what they're planning, right? You know, yeah. we're hearing all, t- all types of things, and it's like, you know, it seems like we're going down this direction. What are you sensing in your spirit? Oh, yeah. Well, I and I called it last. So March of last year, I was getting ready to board a plane, I think, March 9th to preach right. to 150,000 Muslims in Pakistan. Wow. And um, I had scheduled in May in my hometown for Daryl Strawberry, four-time World Series, Mets, Dodgers, New York yeah. Yankees, to come speak at my event in my hometown. Okay. Now, this is the day before flying to Pakistan. I had the governor's office in the meeting. I had a congressman's office uh, representative. I had the sheriff's office represented. I had the county commissioner president sitting next to me at the table. And it was standing room only. It was a leader lunch. Our ministry, Frank Shelton Global, was putting it on. I was bringing the races together, denominations together, lost people and Christians together. And Daryl, excuse me, was going to speak about overcoming opioids. He could hit a fastball, but he struck out with cocaine. But he got gloriously saved. He's a powerful preacher. And you know him. He's a dear friend. But the bottom line is, I walked out of that room. And this was in March. Daryl was coming in May. And someone said, Frank, this is amazing. Thank you for allowing me to be part of it. Um, I can't wait for May. And I looked him dead in the eyes. Now, I'm the one putting on the event. And I looked at them. And I said, to be honest, I don't think it's going to happen. And they're like, what in the world are you talking about? And I said, I just can sense the walls are closing. The hourglass, the sand is sliding quickly. It is a Ferrari without brakes. And Ray Charles could see it. And what shocked Mm. me, you saw it. I saw it. Pastor Rodney saw it. But sadly, many Christians, clergy, churches missed it. And, uh, you know, I just think Ronnie Millsap, Stevie Wonder, and Ray Charles could see they're going to try to throw (laughs) it at us again. But we cannot be ignorant of the devil's devices. You know, the first two letters of God's name spell go. Mm. And we have a green light to get going. And I had to ride remind myself writing the book that it was really god who wrote it but the bottom line is we're on god's time clock not the devil he's not holding the hourglass that's right and satan is scared and he's running scared and you know we've won this thing but just because we've won the war doesn't mean we gotta sleep through the battle no and so we're standing up but you know i'm proud of you with all the way god stretched because um your ministry and it's flourished but you know ll L, LOL used to mean laugh out loud, but the Lord told me, no, it means lack of leadership. And and so that's why when we're close to the Lord, when we're bold and biblical, you know, there is purity uh, leads to power. And, And more than ever, you said, what do we need to do to change the corner? Well, first of all, see, the problem the church is where it's at. We've gone from evangelism to entertainment. Yes. We've gone from preaching the sinless Jesus to bragging about skinny jeans. Yes. And, and, and we're stealing people's sermons. So you can steal my sermon, 
but you cannot steal the anointing. Do you That's know what right. I'm saying? Come on. And, yes. and, and so you can fool someone in the pulpit, but you fool no one in the prayer closet. That's right. And so we got to get alone with God in private, and then we'll have something to say in public. So I think another thing we need to do, I love what Pastor Rodney says. We need to roll up our sleeves. We need an all hand on deck. And we yes, need to yeah. stop seeing other churches as the competition. Mm. Um, if we're generally brothers and sisters in Christ, you know, the Greek word for denomination is division. Come on. And we're so busy divided over the label on the church sign. You know, if you're truly on Team Jesus, you know, he's more wonderful than the Wesleyans. He's more right. mighty than the Methodists. And he's more powerful than the Pentecost. And, you know, and this is a guy that was on staff with Dr. Graham. Jesus was way bigger than my Baptist box. He exploded mm -hmm. it. That's right. So I'm just, we're born again, kids of the king. There's royalty. We got his blood in our veins. And I just think, you know, we need to swing for the fence. That's right. No, you're you're hundred percent spot on. And what you're saying is is absolutely bearing witness of my spirit because you know, this is not about a name or a ministry. You know, I always tell our listeners, and I'll say it again, you know, don't follow Todd, follow God. You know, this hey, is, that's good. Listen, man. I mean, this is I you know, I have, I'm on a short leash when it comes to the Lord. If I do anything, he convicts me really quick. And uh, you know, I most of what we do, honestly, people don't understand, but it's spending time in the secret place. You know, it's that time. Uh, you know, in the prayer closet, like you said, on our faces, repenting, standing before the Lord, asking him for wisdom and discernment. How, you know, Lord, what can I do today to be about your business? How can we best serve you today, Lord? You know, set up divine appointments. Give us divine strategy. This is the only way we're going to win this. And we can't grow weary, like you had mentioned earlier, in, in doing good. We have to continue to fill, feed our soul, you know, stand. And, and the Lord gives that strategy. And he gives, because a lot of people are saying, well, what do I do? You know, it's like, Inquire of the Lord. The Bible says, my sheep Amen. hear my voice. We've got to go and have a two-way conversation. The Lord's going to give you know, some people. I know a woman in our town. She's opened up her coffee shop. That's a small business that Amen. she owns. And it's become like a church. It's like they have services there twice a week. You know, there's a mechanic I know that has a little space in his uh, auto in, you know, business. And they have a Bible study. You know, whatever it takes. You know, um, I was just in Okaboji, uh you know, I went out there, I, I flew into Sioux Falls and then I went out to Iowa and we're, we're looking and there's literally cornfields all around us. We're driving for two hours. I'm like, where are we going? All of a sudden we get to Okaboji and there's all these people in this field with lawn chairs and a sound system having revival, you know, and it was like, what is going, you know, so, and the Lord moved that night. I mean, there were people that were healed and set free and delivered. The Lord was working in miracles, signs and wonders. And when I left there, the Lord said, as much as it was a blessing for you to come speak and your friend to come speak, really why you were there was to show you what I'm doing. And yeah. he's moving in different places, in different ways, the same Holy Ghost, the same Holy Spirit moving in our nation. He wants to move. He, you know, listen, you know this, Dr. Sheldon, this is true. You know, we've been to other countries and we've seen the glory of the Lord moving. We've seen people healed. And I've, I've many times I've flown back to the States and been like, Lord, why isn't this happening in America? Why isn't it happening in the States? You know why? Most Christians, when they get sick, they don't, the first thing they do, and let's just be honest, is not call upon the name of the Lord. They call their doctor and they get a, chem a chemical solution. And I'm not against mm. medication, but I'm just saying we've been off in, in our understanding of how the, the Lord wants to move and it's high time. This is the season. Listen, he wants to move in a great harvest. You mentioned being in the end times, either we're in the birth pains or the end times, but we know the hour's late and the Lord wants to move. And I believe one more time, 
we're going to see a great harvest and a great move, probably unlike anything we've ever seen, Amen. maybe even in history. But it's time to get up, to stand up, to rise up, to be the church, to be the head and not the tail. And Dr. Shelton, that's what you're doing out there. Uh, listen, define urgency. What is urgency to you? Well, when you look at the cover of my book, it, it, it's an hourglass with the sand of time I'm going to slip through. And, and I like the old school sundial. If you remember, I'm going back a couple thousand years ago. But <laughs> the, this, the sundial would point towards the sun, the S-U-N. And when we start looking at the S-O-N, you'll always know what time it is. And, and, and I have a brother-in-law with a Breitling. I couldn't afford one. I, I got good friends with Rolexes. And if you want to donate to the ministry, I don't want to rob you of a blessing. <laughs> but, you know, the real Rolex is a beautiful piece of art. Uh, but some would probably think I'm a hater. I'm not. But in my humble opinion, it could be a misrepresentation of time. Now, it's incredible. You can spend 10, 1500 grand for a watch. The real Rolex is unlike any watch in the world because the second hand is perpetual emotion. That's right. Yeah. It doesn't skip. It's beautiful. But see, it's misleading in this last hour because the hourglass reminds us rich or poor, black or white, Republican, Democrat, agnostic or born again, that time one day will run out. And Jesus said in Revelation 22:10, I come quickly. And, you know, a thief in the night, ready or not, here I come. That was a great game as a kid. It's going to be horrendous for billions of adults who weren't prepared to meet a holy God. Mm. And um, I'm telling you, hell's too long to be wrong. Mm. And another thing we can do, Todd, is one, I want to challenge the pastor yeah. um, to call another pastor across town. He may be African-American. He may be Asian. He may be of a different denomination. Treat the man of God to lunch. You say, why? Because this late in the game, are you building God's kingdom or yours? And when you can get past your ministry and get your eyes on his ministry, right. meaning God's and someone else's, then we can roll up our sleeves and get going. Now to the saints under the sound of my voice, when dad graduated in 78 from the FBI National Academy in Quantico, we've learned our whole life about this thing called 10 Most Wanted. That's for fugitives, felons, people on the run, on the radar of one of the mm -hmm. premier law enforcement agencies. But you write tonight after this podcast on this radio show, the name of 10 friends who've been hurt by church, who've been wounded, yeah. who are not ready to meet the Lord and just begin to pray for those 10. Yes. And ask God that maybe once a week you reach out to them, treat them to coffee at Starbucks and, and just share what Jesus means to you. See, and the third thing is when Billy Graham died, I was preaching in India. Mm. And someone asked me, you worked for Dr. Graham, who's going to replace the great evangelist now that he's gone? And with no notes or no notice, I said, every Christian who's willing yeah. to share the gospel. He's not just going to use one, he's going to use everyone. And, and to be quite honest, he may be using those that were in the pews mm. now more than those who used to be in the pulpit. Because unless the pastor gets alone with God, gets past ego, gets right with the Lord, who maybe started out in faith, but somehow privately slipped into the flesh, God is not only dying to save us, he's dying to use us. And I believe the worst sinners become the best saints. So if you're listening today and, you know, you're a mechanic or you do taxes or you're an attorney and you're thinking, you know, God couldn't use me. No, that's a lie from hell. He's probably going to use you to help change the world. And now's the time to get right so others don't get left out. 
That's so good. Yes. Uh, the book is called Urgency, Heaven or Hell, Frank Shelton. It's available on Amazon. You can go to Frank Shelton. It's S-H-E-L-T-O-N.com, frankshelton.com. Uh, we're going to put the promo up as well. Dr. Shelton, is there anything you want to say before we go? No, it's my honor to be with you, buddy. It's humbling. I, when it first came out two weeks ago, it's the number one new release for all of Christianity and evangelism on Amazon. So I'd encourage you to buy one for yourself and one for a friend because I'm telling you, God is where it's at. Yeah, you know what? This man is the real deal, too. I'll tell you that. He's got a heart for the Lord, and this book is anointed. I highly encourage you to get it, and I'm just honored to have you on the show, uh, Dr. Shelton, and just appreciate you and your ministry, my friend, and uh, we're just looking forward to what God does. Oh, well, God bless you, Todd. Have a good day, sir. God bless you. We'll be right back with the Todd Kilkenow Show. As an evangelist and former staff with Billy Graham, he traveled the globe. He knew the walls were closing quickly and scheduled to preach in 10 countries in 2020. When COVID-19 sat most down, Frank Sheldon stood up and preached the gospel against tyranny, draconian, overreach, and strengthened the spines of citizens nationwide with one message. Jesus is our only hope. The sands of time have almost slipped through, and time is almost out. Urgency is one of the most anticipated books in 2021. Buckle up, it's the wildest ride in the park. Available now on Amazon and stores worldwide. Visit frankshelton.com.